Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing and Sales Novice. I got it right this time. Got it. With me as got always, it, Oliver Young, Operations Director at the Young Automotive Group. I've got you guys on your toes now. You don't know who's coming so no here. I, whew, I'm amped. Got to pay attention. As usual, Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. Mm-hmm. Brad, good to see you. Good to see you. And oh, wait, before you introduce the last guest, then what was what was... You just said your famous quote, yep. but you're going to have to use the yep. bleep button. I'll yep. use, we'll bleep it. We'll All bleep right. it. Perfect. So if you're as good as you're going to get, you can't work here. <laughs> bleep that, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, bleep it. But no, I love that quote. It's funny. You have to have somewhere to go. I'm going to make a shirt to for you. Thank you. I can't wait. <laughs> With that on the back. All right. And back once again, damn glad to have you here. Brock Thurgood, Senior Account Executive with ksl.com so good to be here with friends thank you guys hey and brock that leads me into a good segue you like that thank segue you for being team? a friend see what i did there thank you you just for teed being that up teed it right up for me what a, let's no. party and honestly you know what i i do i brock i do consider you a friend we've worked together for a very long time and i think we have a good a really good working relationship and honestly i just think you're a good dude and and that's that's work, right? That's that's something that you yeah. actually focus on. That's something that you actually do. No, I appreciate that. I, I decided long ago I'm not good at sales per se, but what I what I do try to do is get people to like me. And so today on the podcast, we're going to talk about relationship selling and why I feel that's one of the most effective ways to do business with other people. You know, we've covered a lot of things uh, in, in previous podcasts with spin selling, which I love. I went to Weber State and we learned that up there in the sales program. And I use that and I still use that to this day. I got, got my um, Weber State pen here. Yes, sir. Yes, you do. There you go. He's not lying. Purple pen, Weber State. But the thing I learned a long time ago was I'm not great on the spot at asking questions. I'm not great on the spot at identifying needs right off. Youngs have a lot of experts that are very, very good at that and who have taught me a lot over the years. But the one thing I learned that I'm okay at is getting you to like me. And I've found that over the years, if you can just get people to like you first, customers will tell you what they want a lot, a lot easier than if, if they don't like you or don't know you or you're not familiar to them right off the bat. So I've really focused in my career on relationships. And I know that sounds cliche, but more than that, I've, I've focused on getting you to like me and me liking you. I'll, I'll like you right off the bat. I'll always give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't care if you're having a bad day. I don't care if you walk in angry and, and you know it's not a, a great time to meet. I'm going to like you because my goal is to get you to like me. And if I'm, I'm you know, exuding anger or something like that, it's not going to work. So, you know, Oliver and Brad, I feel like you guys are excellent at this. Oliver, I've worked with for a lot of years. And, and the first thing, my first impression with, of Oliver and, you know, a lot of the sellers out there listening to this will appreciate this because they work so closely with him is he's happy. And and whenever you ask Oliver, how's your day going? My day is great. <laughs> and it's always he always emphasizes great. And so, Oliver, what what's kind of your mind frame or mindset when you're coming to work and selling and and mm -hmm. with relationships in particular? Yeah. You know, people want to be around people that that build them up. It it. It's hard to be around somebody that, that tears you down. So if you're not the salesperson that helps build an atmosphere of positivity, then what are you? You're somebody that other people don't want you around. So oftentimes, especially in sales, you need to put on your mask. So Brock, 
Do you think that every day is roses for me? I don't, but I would never <laughs> know that by talking to you on the phone or in person. Uh, every So every day isn't roses. Every day isn't, right? Now, I do have a pretty freaking amazing life. But every day, you, you have struggles. You have the things that punch in the head. But when you show up and you're there for the client, what do they need? They need somebody who's going to bring positivity in their life. Why? Because you're there to help them solve their problems and and be better. And so if you go in, oh, you know, things are tough. Oh, you know, you have to, you have to bring that positive attitude. So that I get in the habit of saying so freaking good. Why? Because that's where we need to start. And it is, I, I have so much to be grateful for. Even if I've had a tough day. And, and I'll tell you what, this, that right there is, is one of the hardest things for me in particular. That's a struggle that I have is setting, setting everything aside, setting all of the stuff that you're dealing with aside, whether that's personal stuff, whether that's stuff at home, whether that's stuff, you know, with your coworkers or stuff at, at work or things with your job. And that's a real struggle for me. How do you do it? What, what techniques do you use to, kind of compartmentalize all that and just be, I guess, exude positivity. I don't know. I, I think I can speak. <laughs> I'll try to speak for you because I've, I've sure. noticed you do this yeah. really well. You don't make it about you. You make the interaction about the person that you're talking to. And that is relationship selling, right? Yep. Where you're more focused on finding the connection with the individual building rapport making a friend, if we were to simplify the entire sales process, no matter which one it is, down to just a couple of words, I think it would be make a friend. And I think that's something that you do really well, Oliver, is you you make the interaction about the other person. Yeah. And, and what I was going to say is you walk a balance line with this too. Because I have been called disingenuous. I've, I've, I've been there for that. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to tell him what that meant? Um, that what they, what they said was writing? positive, disingenuous. Jeez. Po- if you put another yeah. adjective well, well, on it, it still that, doesn't make it, sense. It's still yeah, disingenuous positivity. <laughs> disingenuous like positivity. That. Wow. That you walk around with all your disingenuous positivity. And I was like, man, that's Sheesh. the best compliment I've ever heard. That is a good compliment. <laughs> I don't see what the problem now, is. And the reason why is because people can also smell when you're not genuine. Oh, 100%, 100%. Right? And so you in a relationship you have to be genuine too. And Brock, I think you do an amazing job at this. I think I think when you walk in the room, you're Brock. Yeah. You're not somebody else. You're not trying to fake something. You're Brock and you're a genuine person. And just because I say freaking awesome doesn't I, I doesn't mean that there's other things, but I but I I and Brad, thank you for bringing that up. I I I do agree. When I'm looking at the other pre- person, I'm saying it's freaking awesome to be with you. It, it doesn't mean that my day's amazing, but it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And then so you try to be that genuine person, but at the same time bring that positivity. And I think Brad, you nailed it. That it's it's you could whittle down the sales process and talk about it all day, but it comes down to relationship. And you're very good at that. I've known you a long time now. By the way, Brad has had. I'm sure you still do more medals on his wall for marathons and half marathons than anybody I've ever seen. Wow, really? So the first time I ever walked in Brad's office, Tim, I was actually a little intimidated uh, by like... I did not know this. Yes. Sorry, Tim. Hey, guess what's in Tim's closet? Uh, I got a ton of them too. But don't run them well, anymore. How many? But, I'm surprised you don't actually I think know third, the number. 30 halves and three fulls. 
Wow, that's way more. Wow. <laughs> man, I used to think See, you were you cool, didn't know Brad. That about Tim. <laughs> I used yeah. to think Brad was Not Tim. The Let's talk man about in you. The room. <laughs> well, you know, that's called that, one that was, upsmanship. That was five years and forty pounds ago. So, so and a baby and a baby. Yeah. Can I put something out there that might be unpopular opinion? But I truly believe well, this is a big aha moment. I truly believe that you can be good at sales, but not a good seller. And I feel like I fit that mold of, I'm not great at the questions, but I will get you to like me and I will like you. And that, that solves a lot of finding out that solves a lot of issues where, you know, I've broken you down to where you can just tell me what you need. And as friends, we can talk about what it is that the solution is. So I feel like you guys are excellent at that. Well, we, I mean, we talked on the last episode when we're talking about spin, we talked about how this is, this is really problem solving. Like yeah. most of, most of buying is problem solving. And so when you've got that relationship and you've built that trust in one another, hey, Brock, I'm going to come to you to solve my problems yeah. nine times out of 10. Yeah. Because you're easy to talk to, you're easy to get a hold of. And it's just, it's like calling a friend, right? And a lot of times you don't get that opportunity because somebody's fresh off the streets and they're coming in to buy a vehicle from you guys. And it's kind of hard to make a relationship with them on the spot. <laughs> But you can show, like Oliver said, it's freaking awesome to be with you. Mm-hmm. Little things that you can do as a seller will let them know what's about them right from the get-go. And, and they'll like you more because of that, in my opinion. Well, and, and I like what you said, you know, you know, relationship selling starts with building trust. Because that's what you're doing. You're building trust that, hey, I'm, I'm here because I care about you. I hear, I'm here because I'm here to so- solve your problems. I'm here. And so when you develop a relationship, you earn that person's trust. Right. And then what you said on the other one, which is I give, I give that other person the benefit of the doubt. So often we don't give the other person the benefit of the doubt. And I call a benefit of the doubt loyalty by giving somebody else the benefit of the doubt that they're in it for the best for both of us. Yep. You're being loyal behind that person's back. You're, you're, you have that person's back regardless of what they're doing. And so I think that really develops strong relationships is having both trust and loyalty for sure. Yeah. And I think about how I like to be sold and you guys probably are thinking the same thing. It's not in your face. It's not loud. It's, it's quiet. It's calm. It's listening. It's, I, I care that I'm here with you mm-hmm. and now let's, let's do business and yeah, let's and talk. I refer to that as conversational versus confrontational because I like that. some of the best sales reps know that the product, good or service that they have is the best solution for you. But even if it is the best, if you feel like it's being forced on you, that's confrontational. And it takes away the customer's confidence in the individual. And like I said, making a friend is far and away the most important part of any sales process. Mm -hmm. Building a relationship on common ground. We've talked so much about rapport and just making a connection. A huge area of focus, focus for us right now with outbound phone calls and inbound phone calls isn't with our reps memorizing the script, but it's in having our reps humanize the scripts. Know the script so well that you can be your own self within, yeah, genuine within the context of the script because then it becomes conversational. People can tell. We've all received those calls from about your car's extended warranty. It's very scripted. Mm -hmm. We've also been the one making a call to a company or a business 
where it is just scripted, their scripted response. And there's no no difference between the human going through a scripted response versus those lovely automated, you know, tellers that you that you deal with. The human interaction and understanding that you've made a connection with somebody is not what solidifies the purchase now. It's what creates the business in the future. And I think that's how you've been able to be so successful, Brock, is when you first started, the solutions that you guys provided were the best out there. Sure. They still are. And they still are. But as other companies have grown and tried to catch up to you, you've been able to maintain and grow yourself and grow your clientele base because it started with a relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's hard to beat a relationship. And and if you have a script that you use, I love that because it, it keeps uniformity throughout the whole, you know, the entire company. You have to do that. You can't have a hundred different people saying a hundred different things, but you can personalize in your tone of voice. The way that you present that script will, will separate you from other people, in my opinion. I have a good example, if I can share a good example of somebody inside the Young Automotive Group. I won't say his name. He's up in Morgan. You probably all knew who I'm thinking about, but we bought it. We bought a truck from this person back in around 2013. And I'll never forget, he was the most un... How do, how do you put it the polite way? <laughs> you think he I'm going to say something bad? Process? No, no, no. He followed the process he perfect fo- in my mind yeah. because to him it was about unconventional. That's there what I was going to say. Uh, when I said on, it made it sound like I was going to say something bad. Very <laughs> unconventional. He sat in the back seat while my wife and I did a test drive and his face was right up in the front seat between the two of us. And he said, so what do you guys think? Or what do you think is what he said. And I said, oh, I love it. And he goes, well, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your wife. What do you think? And looked over at her. And I loved that. To me, that was so good. Fast forward about two years later, we drove back up there. And this this particular salesman came out to our car, not to my side of the car. I was driving. My wife was in the passenger seat, opens her door and says, how's Jen? And she goes, you remembered my name? He goes, how could I forget? <laughs> to me, he had already sold us, right? At that point, yeah. he didn't need to ask us any other. At that point, it's like, what do you want to see? Like, here's what we have. I think that works for you. And we're going to buy from this guy already just because of how he was in building that relationship versus, you know, well, what do you really need? Like, we told him what we needed because mm-hmm. we liked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really, I think that comes down to one, I think, important piece of relationship selling. And that's understanding what your customer cares about. And that and that's not saying what they care about in terms of your products, but what do they care about? So Brock, in that situation, you care about who? Your wife. My wife. Right? You really yeah. care about your wife. Yes. Right. And so Stu, he knew I didn't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with Stu Kentrell. Yeah. <laughs> he knew that what? That I cared that about Brock my wife. Cares about his wife. That she right? was number one there. And so when he comes and talks to you, he's going to focus on what you care about, which is your wife, right? And, you know, the truck might have been for you or for your wife, but what he knew is, hey, I'm going to focus on what this person cares about. And so I I think a lot of relationship selling is understanding what your customers cares about in life in general, and then finding a connection to it. Well, what's interesting about relationship selling is it sounds difficult but it's actually the exact opposite. It makes everything super simple. And what I love about relationship selling is if you are the customer, you feel like you're getting a customized or personalized presentation 
that is different than everyone else got because you're using the name, you're using activities, you're using hobbies, right? All the stuff that you learn from that rapport building. And when you're able to build that relationship over a longer period of time, you get to know more about the person yeah. and it becomes so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and then what happens is you've got a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. let me, let me look, I've got, I've got a guy for, for cars. Let me, let me get you in touch with my guy. He's fantastic. You know, he does this, that, and the other, but now you've got your guy, right? Yeah. Well, and Brock, what do you, on your birthday, what do you expect? I get a phone call from Stu and a voicemail if I don't answer every <laughs> single birthday. And, and the reason Has I, not missed. And, and I know that because I, I have cust- a lot of my customers that, that, that are with him as well. That's regular follow-up. That's mm-hmm. regular relationship building too, right? Is, is it, it, to create a relationship, it can't be a one and done. Yeah. It's got to be, hey, I'm going to continue to engage with you. It's not going to be arduous or something. It's just going to be something where I think of you on a regular basis and I say, happy birthday. Stu's just or being whatever, Stu. Or whatever way you can follow up. And I'm going to buy something again. I'm, I'm not just a customer once to to a company. I'm repeatedly going to buy there if I've had a good experience. So, mm-hmm. And I found it's a lot easier to sell to a friend. <laughs> I don't want to say sell. A lot easier to do business with a friend. Mm-hmm. than it is with the brand new person. And so yep. why not have a repeat customer? Well, I've sent Stu referrals. I've had yeah. random people call him and I, I'll warn them. He's not a typical salesperson. He's very good at what he does and you're going to love this guy yep. more than well, once. And what's what's really interesting too, and, you know, around relationship selling is a lot of relationships are built through struggles. Uh, and what do I mean by that? Brad? Well, anytime that there's a problem, anytime there's an issue, anytime there's something that you both have to put time and effort into to solving the problem, that that's a struggle, right? Yep. Finding the right vehicle or something. Brock, have we ever had struggles? We have. And, and that's what's <laughs> helped us grow though, well, right? But as you wrestle through the struggles, when you come up with solutions, that's when you understand, hey, this person has my back, I have their back. And, and and a good professional that sells via relationships understands when then there when there's problems we bring them up we put them on the table we solve them together because it's a, it's about the relationship and not about hey I'm just going to get this one sale and done we're going to walk through problems and I'll help you solve yours as as you help me solve mine because it's a relationship so I think the ability to not shy away from problems is relationship sell- selling. Yeah. And, and I don't want to oversimplify it, but if we think of the opposite of relationship selling, it's transactional selling, right? Where you're going into the Walmarts, the Targets, the places like that, where they don't know your name, they don't care anything about you. You're just another number, right? Mm-hmm. That type of business has its place. But if you're going to become a sales professional, Mm-hmm. You need to focus on the individual. You need to focus on building that relationship. We take for granted sometimes the importance of knowing our customers' names. And you you shared the experience, right? When when Stu said, hey, how's Jen? Yeah. Okay, we're buying from you. Yeah. Opens her door. <laughs> and it's that's just the foundation of it. Once you establish a connection, the relationship is easy, and then it becomes an easy transaction. It becomes one yeah. where you know you're getting what you want out of the relationship. And Tim, no, you're, you're their go-to person at that point, right? So oh, 100%. Brock, do we have an action item? We have an today. action item. And this is something I actually like to do. Well, two things. I'm going to do two action items, if Ooh. you don't mind. Number one is ask yourself the question, am I the type of salesperson I would want to sell to me, right? Would I want to be my sure. own customer? 
And I think about that a lot with my clients. And then the other thing is go back and look at your sales history and, and write down the names of five customers who you have become friends with through your sales process, through your interactions, and write down the, the things that you did that you think made them your friend, whether it was questions you asked or whether it was simply the way you greeted them as they walked in the door. And I think you'll find, if you do five, you'll find a common theme on what will help you become friends with the next, next customer that comes in your doors. Yeah, I love it. Well, I have, as usual, been taking copious, copious notes. So we're talking today about relationship selling. Now, this is one of the most effective forms of selling, or I guess we're, we're just talking about doing business, really. If you can get people to like you, customers will tell you what they want. And one thing that you can really do to help yourself is just like people right off the bat. Give people the benefit of the doubt. This is trust and loyalty. Some of the things we talked about today are positivity, trust, understanding what your customer cares about, and struggles. So for positivity, people want to be around people who will build them up, not tear them down. Often you have to put on a mask. Every day is not sunshine and roses, but the client is going to need that positivity. If you want to do this right, just don't make those interactions about you. Make those interactions about the person that you're working with. People can smell when you're not genuine. So just try to be genuine with your interactions. Try to be genuine with your intentions. You can be good at sales and not a good seller. It's just about making a friend. So trust, relationship selling starts with building trust. Giving someone the benefit of the doubt is loyalty built through trust. This is conversational selling versus confrontational. Conversations rely on trust that can only happen through relationships. If you're using a script, you can absolutely personalize it and you can use that to build connections. That leads us to understanding what your customer cares about. And that is key to focus on and that will build those connections. Understanding what your customer cares about is key. You need to focus on those things to build those connections. If you're the customer, you feel like you're getting a personalized experience, unique from anyone else's, and that should be a personalized experience. So you need to maintain that relationship as well, and they will be a repeat customer, and they will generate referrals. Finally, struggles. A lot of relationships are built through struggles. Wrestling through those and solving them together builds that trust and loyalty. And this is relationship selling. Finally, just don't make it transactional. Make it a relationship. Gentlemen, I struggled right through that, and I appreciate you helping me through it. Hey, we've done like <laughs> 50 plus, what, what? Oh, I th this has got this has got to be fifty, well, fifty something. It's got to be like fifty six or something. Still, to the to, to, after even fifty of these, those copious notes are incredible. We're gonna we to bind incredible. them, put them in a book because that's all your knowledge. It's not mine. I'm just plagiarizing all you gentlemen. It's awesome. But thank you, Brock, for being here. We You're really welcome. appreciate it. It's been fantastic. I've I've loved digging into your brain on some of this stuff, particularly around relationship selling. That's great. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you know people who would benefit from it, get it in front of them. We'd love to get a few more listeners and we'd love to help a few more people out. And if you haven't left us a review, get on iTunes, leave us some stars, leave us some nice words. And if you do have questions, if you've got comments, if you've got ideas for future podcasts, shoot us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. Dana Moyle. y'all.